This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. This is a very special episode of Obsessed. And if you listen to the podcast often, you know that I call almost every episode special. Each one is like a snowflake. It's very different and yet, mm, come on, it's kind of the same. Anyway, this episode is like a bunch of different snowflakes smashed together to make a big mecha snowflake. This year, I once again attended and performed on Jonathan Colton's Joko Cruise Crazy, and if you're not familiar with Jonathan or the cruise, I suggest Google, or even Bing if you're some kind of search engine masochist. I don't judge. Anyway, on the last day of the cruise, I decided to interview a bunch of different people about the cruise, and the interviews are presented in the order I did them, so see if you can tell the subtle differences in my interviewing style. I use three styles in this podcast. The styles are called Martini 1, Martini 2, and Martini 3. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Uh, So can you tell me who you are? My name is Grant Imahara, and I'm one of the hosts of Discovery Channel's Mythbusters. Awesome. And is this your first time on the Jonathan Colton cruise? This is my first Joko cruise. It's, It's pretty awesome. Would you say that you are obsessed with it? Obsessed with it? I don't. I don't know. I would say that I was obsessed with it, but I think that I will never cruise again without a Joko cruise. That's what I. Oh, would that's say. wonderful. What do you think is the defining nature of obsession? Obsession. Uh, obsession is something that you think about all the time. I do have obsessions. What do you true. think about all the time? Uh, I think about mechanical devices <laughs> and you know I because robots is, is a big thing for me building things is a big thing for me and so whenever I'm out walking around and I see some interesting mechanism I, I always look at things and wonder how they're built and how they work and if that might be useful for me when I build some something else. So do you feel good looking around the ship? Like it's built well, or do you look at parts of it and go, son of a bitch, we're all going to (laughs) die? Yeah, no. I have to say, I I think that this ship, the Independence of the Seas, is very new. And so (laughs) almost everything on here is working great. Now, I will say we stopped at uh, a port yesterday called Labadee, where I had the experience of riding in a bobsled down a track. And this is... Not like, you know, uh, a roller coaster. This is an individual bobsled that you control the speed of yourself Wow! with a brake. I don't have that much faith in myself. Yeah. That, knowing how things are constructed, absolutely terrified me for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> there were the zip lines on Labadee, too. And I, I looked did. up them, and I thought, that looks like lots of fun. And then I realized it was run by the cruise company. <laughs> And then I thought about the number of times I've, like, screwed up a martini. I I don't know. I don't know if I trust this. Yeah, look, I I think that probably the zip lines were built by someone who knew how to do zip lines. (laughs) I've yet to find a bartender on this ship that can make a passable Manhattan. Yeah, there's there's no way. If you could have a martini on the zip line, I would absolutely do that. That's right, okay. I would absolutely do that. Uh, And I have an odd question about the cruise. Yes. Would you come back on the cruise if one of the other performers was Hitler? Wow, that's a tough one. What kind of set would he be doing? Like uh, poetry or uh, music? Yeah. I think he would be a dramatic reading of Mein Kampf. Ooh. Maybe with acoustic music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Backed by the, by the Joko band and, yeah, and Paul and Storm. Coming from Paul and Storm, and, yeah. Oh, oh Wow. That would be tough. Oh, are we talking like, you know, modern day Hitler? Like, you know, sort of, I know he's dead now. Yes. But, you know, if he were existing in the modern day, or, or is this like straight out of yeah. history? Uh, let's Hitler. say he was plucked from history. Like, we have a time scoop. Wow. That would be mighty jarring. Now, a Hitler impersonator. That like, would be great. That would be great. But knowing that it was actually Hitler, that would be a little scary for That'd me. That'd be a deal. No yeah, cruise a for creepy. you. No cruise for me. Sorry. <laughs> Good to know. Sorry, Hitler. No cruise. And uh, one last question. Uh, and this, I ask of this everybody on the podcast. It's always the last question. What is happiness? 
What is happiness? Wow. Oh, you know, it's funny. I haven't thought about that, like, specifically in a long time. And, and maybe that's because, you know, I, I, I do have happiness. I have wonderful person I'm sharing my life with. I, I have a home. I can do fun things. I can see great movies and experience incredible music yeah. and, and build things. And so, yeah, I guess that it, that's, that's what I do. Um, and that's happiness. That's awesome. Thanks, Grant. Yeah, thanks, Joseph. Uh, what's your name? I'm Suze. Suze. And is that short for Susan or anything else? Or is it for just Suzanne. Stri- Suzanne. For Suzanne. Suzanne. Yeah, with Excellent. two N's and an E. Excellent. I insist. <laughs> I understand. I do some insisting about my name. <laughs> People do. love to shorten it to Joe from Joseph. Really? And yeah. Do you take exception? Uh, my name. I feel like my name's Joseph. Yeah. It's a name that people just get really. It's two syllables is a lot of work, <laughs> and people yeah. just auto shorten it to Joe a lot. Yeah. Uh, so what do you do for a living? Um, I have a, a very boring office minion job for a construction company. I'm called a bid manager, and I handle their tender and proposal work. Their tender. They t- yeah, not not that tender. <laughs> <laughs> They're tendering for work, okay. and somebody needs to make sure that they that those kinds of documents look good, and you know. So, do you literally make tender bids? I don't make them. <laughs> <laughs> it is too early, and I haven't slept enough for puns. That's <laughs> not I, fair. I'm going to say that that is wordplay, <laughs> which is different okay. than straight up yeah, pun. Yeah, fair enough. Yes, I do make tender bids. <laughs> <laughs> that was not tender in the slightest. That was mildly annoyed bit. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can try tender maybe if I've had more booze. All right. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll find you later on yeah, the cruise. Yeah, we'll have to do uh, So how many times have you been on the Jonathan Colton cruise? This is the third. I started on two and now three and four. Yeah, Excellent. third year. Excellent. And would you say that you are obsessed with the cruise or with Jonathan himself? Not so much with Jonathan, but I do have a, a thing for the nerd boat. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you some questions about to determine how obsessed you are. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you buy a Jonathan Colton Cruise thong? A thong? Yes. Yeah, sure. If there was <laughs> one. <laughs> now there probably will is, be. Is his face on it? Well, sure. It could be his face, or uh, this year they have the dolphin with the fez, right? Yeah, see, that works for me. That would be awesome. <laughs> Excellent. And if you could name the boat, what would you name it? If you, if they came to you and said, we've chartered a whole new boat Ooh. for Joko Cruise Crazy, and you get to christen it. Wow, that's, um, that's, a, that's a big ask. I've, I'm honored. Uh, I, I don't know. I would probably call it the nerd boat, because that's what it is. <laughs> that's what be... we've been calling it. I can't. I can't really think of anything more suitable. Than, than I like that. it. Maybe add a hashtag. Maybe a a hashtag. Hashtag. A- add a hashtag to the nerd boat. <gasps> Brilliant. So hashtag, hashtag nerd the nerd boat. S S S hashtag. I christen the ship. Hashtag nerd boat. Yeah, that works. And if you could come on the cruise, but you couldn't drink alcohol, and that was the only way you could come on the cruise. Yes. So yes, cruise no alcohol. Would you still come on the cruise? Absolutely. And what other drugs would you try to take to make up for it? I don't... <laughs> You're trying to get me arrested? No. Um, probably none. I have uh, I found that this year I have not drunk half of what I did last year. So if I needed to, I could make do without any mind-altering substances <laughs> for the entire week because it is quite mind-blowing on its own it is you never get any sleep so you're half delirious yeah on your own so just a little bit more caffeine and you're there yeah we're we're in a little surreal goth club right now we We just watched a concert uh (laughs) included a song about a flying vagina and there was a man dressed as mario watching it (laughs) you're right you really don't need drugs not in the slightest but we had it anyway yes Uh, so the final question for everyone uh, who appears on the podcast: What is happiness? What is happiness? Yes, is knowing where my people are. And they're on the nerd boat, right? And right now they're all on this boat. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Suze. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure. This is the actual sound of an ocean. That was real ocean.
so what is your name? My name is John Scalzi. And John Scalzi, what do you do for a living for anyone who doesn't know you? Weirdos. I, I write books. I write science fiction books with lasers and aliens and explosions. <laughs> Often in that order, but sometimes I mix it up because you've got to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, you've got to switch it up. So. Yeah, sometimes aliens, then explosions. Sometimes explosions, then aliens. You've got to keep people on the edge. And like, they have like themes and emotions and narratives, right? Yeah, I mean, I throw those in too. Sometimes, just for fun. Just, just for, for fun. fun. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and how often have you been on the Jonathan Colton cruise? Uh, this is actually our second year. We, we came uh, last year. It was almost a last-minute thing. You know, Paul called us up and said, hey, we have these suites available, and you know you want to go. And I was like, I don't really want to go. And because... <laughs> The cruise is always in my mind. It's just a bunch of, you know, it's it's like a Holiday Inns and Suites shoved out into the ocean with a mall on top and a, yep. and a casino right underneath. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. But then I thought about it. It's like, well, the, but these are actually people that I like as humans outside of, right. you know, the cruise. So if the cruise itself is miserable, then I will make them all miserable and take them down <laughs> with me. So that was fine. And also Chrissy, my wife, really wanted to go. She says, I want to go on a cruise, because why not? Have you guys ever been on a normal cruise? No, because it didn't appeal to me, because it's just like, you know, what if you hate it? There's nowhere you can go. Yeah, you, you would just... have to get yourself a disease so they dump you off in Haiti, exactly. and that doesn't sound like fun. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> frying pan meat, fire. Uh, but, uh, so, but she wanted to go just to have the experience, and like I said, if you're going to go on a cruise, you want to go on a cruise with a whole bunch of people who you know or, you know, are like-minded and so on and so forth, so we thought, all right, we'll take a chance. So we went last year, uh, and uh, all the performances were good. Well, 90% of them were good. There's a scrimshot character. <laughs> He's was, a piece of shit. He was a, his, his, his song, I remember, <laughs> I remember it. It was terrible. But, um, so it was, it was a lot of fun, and then we decided that we were going to go this year. And this year we actually brought uh, my daughter as well and our, our niece. So, you know, it was just, you know, a good, a good way to see people again because a lot of my friends who are on this cruise, I don't really get to see a whole lot. And here they are for a whole week and they get to spend time with them. And Trapped that's fun. on a boat. Right. They yeah. have to deal with me. They can't, <laughs> they can only do so much sort of averting their eyes and, and hoping I don't come up and talk. <laughs> and did you guys do any uh, excursions? Did you do weird things in the sea? Did you look at fish or fly through the air? Uh, we did. We did the, uh, what is that thing? Uh, the, uh, is it a, uh, the zipline. The zipline. Zip okay, you did the, the zipline. Zip we did the zipline. On Labadee? Yeah, on Labadee. Labadee, Labada. And, uh, and it was not nearly as to abjectly terrifying as I thought it would be. And I guess that makes sense because it was all done through the aegis of Royal Caribbean. Okay. And Royal Caribbean... I think probably has really excellent excellent liability lawyers, <laughs> right? So you know, even though they make you sign everything that right. says if you die, you know, we will harvest your organs and it will be on you. Uh, the simple fact of the matter is they're not going to you know let anybody sort of. Uh, Sail into a rock. Right, exactly. They're just—it's not some sort of fly-by-night operation. They got to keep doing this sort of thing. So, did you feel physically safer for that, or did you feel like, well, if I lose a leg, they will give me a lot of money? I, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> you know, because it's like, okay, they're actually going to make sure that we are all strapped in. They're not just going to say, hold on and push us <laughs> off, right? So that was one thing. But the other thing, what it really was, is like, so what if I do fall and I land on the rocks and stuff like that? I mean, they certainly do have the liability waivers and stuff like that. But uh, I think that they probably would have gone, eh, we'll give you, look, we'll give you a three-day cruise to the Bahamas. The Bahamas. Right, right. exactly. It's for people with one leg. Right, exactly. <laughs> the, the amputee cruise. But, uh, so yeah, we did that. Uh, we went, I took my daughter parasailing because I think that is a real uh, daughter-father bonding moment to be chucked into the air 400 feet straight up. And that's the one where you're just kind of floating in the air behind a boat, right? Floating in the air behind a boat, yes. And it actually went very well. Um, she had a wonderful time with it, but she was nervous about it, and the way that her nervousness exhibited itself was by talking nonstop from when <laughs> we got off the boat all the way up and then all the way back. She said, this is amazing, this is amazing. I don't know why people think it's so horrible. You know, why are people so afraid of heights? I'm not afraid of heights at all. I'm just, I'm just really having a very cool time right now. <laughs> and so that makes me feel like, you know, she was having a good time, but at the time she was like, if I stop talking, I will drop like a rock. So. so do you feel if you ever had like a hard thing that you needed to discuss with your daughter and she was reticent to talk, 
Mm -hmm. Like, you know, an emotional issue, a relationship, a boyfriend, you could put her in a parasail and it would all... Yes, exactly. out. it's like an ABC after school special, <laughs> 400 feet up in the sky. A very special parasail <laughs> with John Scalzi. <laughs> that sounds great. So uh, the, the general theme of the podcast is obsession, and I think a lot of the people on this podcast, are, they own up to being very obsessed with different things, sure, uh, sure. Jonathan himself. Would you say that you're obsessed with the cruise or any person or any element of it? Um... I wouldn't say I'm obsessed with the cruise. I actually am deeply, deeply interested in the performances, the dynamic of the performances. That's right. why I really like going to them because it's the sort of thing, like, for example, I'm a writer, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really difficult for me to just read a book, right? right? Where I'm like, disconnect my brain. I want to be entertained. Cause some part of my writer brain is sitting there going, oh, so that's how she did that. That's how that was Right, handled. you're looking at the code behind it. Right, exactly. And I'm filing all that, all that away. Uh, by the same token, I do a lot of I do a lot of touring. I do a lot of public appearances. I do a lot of speaking readings, right? You readings, well, very not, performative yeah, readings. Yeah, not just not just readings, but also um, doing question and answer, taking part in you know a whole bunch of different things. Um, and one of the things that I, I honestly believe is that when you're doing that sort of stuff, there are authors who go and do a reading, and the reading will be dead boring. Because they read in a flat monotone, right. they're just, you know, they're actually just sort of reading like they're like just trying to get through it. It's like, no, if you go and you do this reading, everything from the moment you say hi to people to the moment you leave and then collapse because your brain is, you know, just <laughs> deflated like a flan, um, is performance. And you have to be aware that you are a performer for those, that amount of time that you are being out there in right. public. So for me, whenever I see... Uh, you know, people up on stage, musicians as well, um, but also the people who are doing spoken stuff. Nathan Sawa, who did uh, his Lego stuff today, are uh, on the cruise. Um, all this sort of stuff. How do they? How do they do it? How do they interact with the audience? How do they keep them engaged? And so for me, that's the thing. I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily go full bore obsession with it, um, but it is something that I am intensely, intensely interested in. Okay, because cool. Part of it is what. What are they doing right? that I can steal. Yes. <laughs> um, and what are they doing wrong that I should never, ever, ever do? Right, right. right. Yeah, um, it's a fascinating uh, chance to observe that performer-audience relationship. Yeah. Because this is a very different place. Normally, a performer goes one place, right. and they perform for an audience, and they have that one relationship. Right. But since these people are stuck on a boat, right. the performers that they love and performers they've never heard of, right. they have all sorts of different expectations. And there's a, well, you know, the other thing that's different about this is, like, you go to a concert. Most concerts, you know, they'll come out, hello, Cleveland, and then they'll go, you know, turn on the lights so I can see them, clap your hands together, you know, all that sort of shit. But it is all, that is all very performative in the sense of it's expected stuff. It's, it's you know, it's as codified right. as, you know, as any aspect of it's the It's like show. a normal conversation. Ice cream, are you ready to rock? You right. scream back. It's like saying hello. Right. Whereas this particular audience on this particular cruise um, is a lot more interactive. You know, they because they're, you know, milling about with the performers anyway during the day, um, but also they feel a lot more proprietary towards them, and they also feel like um, there's not an impermeable barrier that hits where the stage begins. No, the fourth wall is very, very loose. Very, very, very loose. And, uh, and because of that, um, that actually makes uh, the dynamic a lot more uh, uh, what I do, where my audiences tends to be very close up while you're giving the reading, you can actually see them. You don't have floodlights, you know, blinding you in the eyes. Uh, so for me, uh, that is very interesting in itself, how people uh, handle that when they're up on stage. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jonathan Colton does a very good job of it. Paul and Storm do a very good job of it. Most people on this crews or performers do a pretty good job of it because they're used to working in that space. We're not arena performers here, yeah. right? You know, um, and because of that, um, I think it. I think it. Uh, it makes a difference, and and for me, uh, it's much more interesting um, than it is. You know, watching. You know, Beyonce do her thing. Where if you come on, you know, if there is definitely it's, a wall. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's practically like all all respect to Beyonce. I mean, she she earned her wall. So well, I I will contact her to get her response right. to your your blatant attack on Beyonce. Damn Scalzi, <laughs> I will never be rid of him. So let me ask you some questions uh, that are a little bit odder. Uh, <laughs> if Beyonce was a performer on the cruise, uh -huh. would you still come? Uh, sure. 
And I will tell you why. <laughs> yeah, have you thought about this? Already? I have thought about this in detail in the last Where half second. Where Beyonce show up? Because it is so vastly different right. from the typical Beyonce audience experience, right? I mean, I I don't want to say that I've thought a lot about Beyonce, <laughs> but I can say that I would never date her. Okay. And I and the reason I would never date her is so much work. So much work being part of the full Beyonce experience. She needs right. someone like Jay-Z because he's at that you he's know, at that level. They all have people. Yes. Their their like home life probably has production values, right? Right, exactly. And, you know, in one sort of sense, you know, they deserve it. They work their asses off. Uh-huh. But I mean I just see her and I just I just see everything that she does on a day to day basis and it makes me tired. <laughs> I just oh, can't do it. So if she was, you know, it's like the lineup, Jonathan Colton, Paul and Storm, John Roderick, Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> I mean, that would be awesome. And you know that the audience would go, you know, they would be like, oh, yeah, we'll totally show up. Yeah. She's not usually our thing, but she must be here for a reason, which is the thing that, you know, you get on this cruise is they say you're on the lineup. You get credit because it was like, well, they thought he was, you know, he was cool or they thought she yep. was cool. So, exactly. I mean, Sarah Watkins is a perfect example. Yep. Never heard of her. She comes on stage. She blows everybody else away. Yeah, the very first cruise, uh, a chunk of people had no idea who Peter Sagal was. Right. Uh, just because they're not, you know, public radio listeners. Right. So they they missed that oeuvre. Right. So I would love it if Beyonce was on the cruise and a couple she, of people were just like, I need to Google her. Yeah. Who's it, Beyonce? Does, what does she do? She does pop? Does she bebop? Is she a bebopper? <laughs> she's going to play the guitar, right? She, yeah. Exactly. Filk a little she, bit? She's not going to. Yeah, no filking from Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce Filk. That is the name of my next band. Excellent. Um, if we stopped at an island mm-hmm. on the next cruise that was called Angry Clown Island. Yes. Would you get off the boat? Oh, I would so get off that boat. Would you sign up for just mystery excursion where you didn't know what it was? You just knew that you were going to do something fun mm-hmm. on Angry Clown Island. If that was, I mean, are we are we talking about the only excursion is a mystery excursion, or are we talking about there might be parasailing, there might be dolphin experience? You just don't know. You're just getting off the boat. There's the island's a, called Angry Clown Island, and, and you can just somebody choose with a sign that says "Come with me if you want to live." Right? Mystery excursion, mystery excursion, or maybe double mystery excursion. Here's the thing. I, I, I believe both in the Joko cruise and the Royal Caribbean would not actually send me off to die. Again, <laughs> liability lawyers. So yes, because I want to know just how angry the clowns are. Why they are so angry <laughs> and, and and how it involves me. And I think it would, would be great is you know, you go on a tour and, and the actual the entire time on the island is they just sit you in the middle of something to just tell you how disappointed they are with you. <laughs> Not angry. Just disappointed. But then it be progressively angry and angry. It's like, like Thanksgiving Father dinner. Clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's really disturbing. They're just you know and you do and they do it for three hours and then after that you get a t shirt. But that's that's a great perspective, I think, of both a writer and the spirit of this cruise of like Angry clown sounds really fucking scary, but I want to know why. All right, exactly. Let's get let's get the story behind the anger. Is it, <laughs> I'm is it some, investigate this. Yeah, you know, and maybe that's just like at, you know, it's like maybe they're just angry from eight to five. You know, and then, <laughs> and then, they just then afterwards it's like you know what? I'm not actually yeah. all that angry. The you cruisers know? aren't looking at me anymore. I can I'm, just I, chill. Right. I, I might be mildly perturbed on my own time, <laughs> but I'm only going to be angry if I'm getting paid, and that makes perfect sense to me too. It's like, cool. Mm, you know. Now, if you could uh, come on the cruise, but the only way you would be allowed on the cruise is if you got a tattoo of one of the performers, who would you get a tattoo of and where would you put it? Is this any performer that's been on? The yeah, any, anyone in the history of the lineup. Oh, uh, so, so very, I'm gonna, I'm, you know what, I'm gonna go with Sarah Watkins and I, I will tell you why. Uh, Excellent. I'm, I, got, I, I would got, ask why. I got two reasons. One, she's small, so it wouldn't <laughs> have to be, you know, like a full sleeve, right? Okay, yeah, no, no, it doesn't need to be life size. Right, it's just, yeah. you know, it's just a small one. Uh, and second of all, you know, my wife saw her perform and she's like, I'm in love with Sarah Watkins. <laughs> want to take her home in our luggage and i'm like oh okay so you know that would be so every time i get it like right on the shoulder or something oh like yeah that. So yeah every, nice a nice loves, tasteful she loves me as it is but that little extra like one percent of sarah watkins <laughs> oh i love sarah watkins and yeah, she's like on little, your body a little sarah watkins saint on your shoulder right exactly so <laughs> that would just take the love that we have and just 
yeah, notch it up a, a little, little one-tenth of one percent. So um, that would be it. And that's not creepy at all. No, no. I, mean, I think it's, it's not creepy beautiful at all. that a tattoo of another woman would enhance your relationship yeah, with Yeah, I life. think, indeed, what could be a better tribute <laughs> to the music <laughs> and life of Sarah Watkins than a little tiny Sarah Watkins tattoo yeah. meant to excite my wife. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, and the final question for anyone who ever appears on the podcast is, what is happiness? What is happiness? Yes. Uh, well, uh, I will tell you my own personal personal thought on happiness. And did you want this to be a serious answer? Or you can a, be a where, whatever you want it to be. Uh, I, I, for me, being happy is actually uh, really part and parcel with, uh, one, knowing oneself, uh, being comfortable with oneself. Uh, having people that one are comfortable with, uh, and doing what you can to make their lives happy and comfortable as well. Because it becomes a positive feedback loop that if you are comfortable and happy, uh, uh, if you are comfortable in making other people happy, then they will make you comfortable and happy as well. Um, and, uh, you know, for example, you know, I met my wife uh, almost 20 years ago now, 21 years ago, excuse me. Um, we've never had a fight. Wow. I, I mean, we. she's been annoyed with me. I've been kind of, you know, because I can be difficult and cranky and stuff like that. Uh, but just a full knockdown, drag out, you know, we're going to have a fight, 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 fight. Uh-huh. We've never had. Um, and for, for a couple reasons. The first is that she and I have decided there are very few things that are worth fighting about. You know, and the other thing is that uh, both of us are actively engaged in. We're stuck with each other for the rest of our lives. <laughs> so uh, you're on a life cruise. We're on a life cruise, right? Exactly, and you know, and the entertainment is sporadic, so we have to entertain ourselves. <laughs> so that being the case, why don't we, uh, when we are angry or when we are upset or when we are sad or you know otherwise why don't we actually just talk to each other why don't we communicate with each other why don't we try as much as we can to be there for the other person um and because of that like i said you know married 19 years been together for 21 years uh, and all of it has been really happy because we make the concerted effort day in day out to actually decide to be happy to decide to uh, work with each other, uh, to be grateful for each other, to you know, continue to be amazed that we get to be in each other's presence. Because of that, um, you know, the happiness almost feels automatic. It's not. Yes. But it feels automatic. Right. And once you get into the habit of once you get into the ha- just trying to address your emotions and say them out loud, it's the emotion- it gets easier. It's the emotional uh, muscle memory. Yeah. You know, just like a guitarist does scales, even though they've been doing guitar for 30 years, they'll still do the scales because, <laughs> you know, that's what you have to do. It's the same as doing the scales. And you do it with your friends and you do it with people that you meet. You give them credit. You know, like the, to come bring it around into the Joko Cruise, when you have performers that they've never heard before, they have credit because they trust... Uh, 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 Jonathan Colton, they trust Paul and Storm not to give him a bum performance. Uh, when you meet people, you give them credit going, it's entirely possible that you're a complete dickhead, but you know what? I'm not going to lead with that. <laughs> I'm going to lead with maybe we can be friends. Yes. And, and uh, then if you have a chance, it just develops from there. So uh, I think that's a lot of what happiness is, deciding, you know, deciding to be happy, deciding uh, to be comfortable with yourself, and deciding to give people credit. That's awesome. Well, Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Uh, I'm standing here now with the Double Clicks, yes. Angela and Aubrey. Hello. Thank you, guys. How many times have you come on the Jonathan Colton cruise? This is our second time. And why do you guys come on the cruise? Uh, well, last year we came, we were invited performers, and then we came back because it's sunny and there's drinking and nerds, and it's just the happiest place on earth, I think. It's true. I was just going to ask you if you agreed with your sister, and you just automatically <laughs> filled in. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Do you, you don't always agree with her, though, right? That's, yes. I, I, we disagree often. Excellent. Absolutely. What yeah. are the odds that within four minutes of talking, you guys will disagree about something? I don't know if that's going to happen. <laughs> I shouldn't get my hopes up about no, that? Okay. So, would you guys say that you are obsessed with the cruise? Sure. I mean, especially when we're here. Does that yes. count? <laughs> so you're temporarily obsessed with the group. Yeah. We, we've, I feel like we share the lore and we've, we've been part 
we've we've looked into it. Yeah, we've heard all the stories. Yeah. almost all of them. Last year I was more obsessed. Like I made sure to like get my hair cut and shave my legs and stuff. And this year <laughs> I was like, whatever, not as much. But I'm still happy I'm here. I really love that definition of obsession. Yeah. That would you shave your legs for this? Yeah. Then it's obsession. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's you awesome. Care, you care enough to plan at least like for 30 minutes ahead of time. <laughs> would you shave your legs for cats? For, if I had to, yeah, I mean, if it was a thing that in order to enjoy cats, I needed to you do. Have do yeah. clean-shaven legs. And would you shave your legs yeah. for pirates? Because I know you like pirates, Oh, sure. Aubrey. Yeah. The pirate. I mean, if you want to wear, like, fishnets or something yeah. for that, you okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. To be able to hang out with the pirates. They're very fun. Yes. Awesome. And if you could come on the cruise, but you had to give up a body part in order Ooh. to be allowed on the cruise, sure, sure. what body part would you give up? So we were given a choice? Oh, yeah, of course. It's not savagery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think I need all my fingers to be here. Okay. Yeah. Is there one you'd get rid of? Probably, like, a right ring finger. A right ring finger. Yeah. So, I, I see. You're not giving up your own. You're planning to substitute someone else's? Oh. Because you didn't say my <laughs> right ring finger. <laughs> I, I, I would give up my right ring finger. Okay. And, right. and what body part of oh, yours or somebody else's, I guess? <laughs> I'd probably give a foot. This a is fo- really fun. <laughs> just, yeah. just a whole foot. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And if we stopped at an island called Angry Clown Island, oh. would you get off the boat? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not, not. That sounds like a good day to stay in the boat. Yeah. A just good day to play stay games. in the boat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And if Hitler were a performer on the boat, oh, yeah. would you still come on the boat? I mean, if Jonathan Colton endorsed him? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Jonathan Colton said, I discovered a great new talent. <laughs> it's Adolf Hitler. Is he, like, painting on stage? Yes, he's painting. Yeah. It's painting as performance. <laughs> right. Which, to me, that's more offensive than like, Hitler himself. Like, during all of the, the different musical acts. Sort of <laughs> he's going to be sketch. up there live painting. Like, Hitler's live painting. Yeah. Like, John Roderick leaping into the air. Right, right, right. With Aww. a swastika. Just With like, a swastika. <laughs> his art is being influenced by what's going on on stage. Yeah, sounds great. Oh, yeah. that's that's beautiful. I Do feel you... like the love on this boat would turn him around. I think so. Like, yeah. if we could get him out of the past, come here, and then return him, the world would probably be a better place Yeah. afterwards. Yeah, there'd just be all about hugs and yeah. Yeah. martinis. Yeah, yeah. Instead of all that hate. He'd probably just, you know, go on to be a game designer. <laughs> That's true. He would probably just design games about whatever Hitler likes. He would likes. be a great game designer as long as it didn't involve invading Russia. Besides, he'd suck yeah, at that exactly. part of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But besides that, would be great. And any other uh, thoughts that you'd like to share on, on the cruise? Uh, it's wonderful, and I'm really happy. Yeah community is super great we had a show this morning it was very very fun yeah, yeah. It, the show is awesome thank you well done Your show lots of meowing awesome. yes meowing was good <laughs> i feel like meowing is a, is the new black <laughs> the new black sound yeah that didn't come out right anyway <laughs> uh i have to ask because i'm asking everybody and yeah you guys have been on the podcast i've asked you before but yes. what is happiness uh happiness is the fact that i didn't have to pay for this drink it was just <laughs> handed to me <laughs> And yes. for you, Aubrey? Uh, I think, uh, oh man, happiness was snorkeling with the cuttlefish. It was so much fun. <laughs> they were really cute. They were so cute. The cuttlefish? They were cuttlefish, yes. Are these fish you can actually cuddle? No, they're, well, we didn't try. Because they were, they were so peaceful. Cuttlefish <laughs> are Aubrey us. did punch a fish in the face, though. <laughs> didn't mean to. Did you snorkel with the punch fish? <laughs> Yeah. Cuttlefish, they look like little squids, but they're the cutest, and they've got all different colors on them, and they're the Aww. greatest. Yeah. I would shave my legs for those. <laughs> yes, you would. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Joseph. Joseph. Can you guys uh, tell me who you are? I'm Josh Kagan. Rachel Carpenter. And I, uh, Josh and I are pals. He's been on the podcast. You're a screenwriter and an awesome dude. That's true. I was on your podcast talking about how awesome T.J. Hooker is. <laughs> yes. Yes, there was singing and much talk of butts. <laughs> butts? Butts? We talked about butts and our actual feelings about our grandmothers. It's so true. It's, it which really is a, which is a lot for a TV show about a man with terrible fake hair pretending to roll over the front of a police car. It just makes me think of grandma. Yeah. Anyway, and Rachel, we're pals, but you, yeah. I think I know what you do, but uh, I'm not you don't sure know what if I, I do. I, am I wrong? Yeah. Am I wrong? Uh, I, I guess? program computer software. Okay. That's my day job, and then I just am a general nerdery. Person. But you are also, if I, if I may mansplain who yeah, Rachel absolutely. is to please herself, tell, yes, please. tell her who she is. <laughs> uh, you are you are the executive assistant to the Double Clicks. That is true. So what that do you fact. executive assist them? 
I basically on. spreadsheet everything. <laughs> Stuff like they don't even ask you to? Yeah. Like their yeah. fiber? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, here are Angelo's outfits Wait, for the last fiber month. Intake? Their fiber intake, I should have said. She makes sure they get 30 grams a day. Yes. Yeah. That's I, what you all need to do, folks. Yep. I'm just trying this hip thing where I leave words off of sentences. Like, I should have said fiber <laughs> intake, but I just said, no. yeah, schedule their fiber. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and we all followed, so it's perfect. Yay. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, You're starting so a trend. You guys have been on the cruise a bunch, right? Many, many years? So I think Two years. This is both our second year. Yes. Excellent. And why do you come on the cruise? Nerds? Uh, <laughs> or the opposite of nerds. I, want, I mean, for me, it was uh, Paul and Storm were uh, badgering me about it, and I'll literally do anything to get Paul to stop talking. <laughs> so if Fair. that meant spending $2,000... <laughs> <laughs> worth it. That's what it was going to take. It was totally worth it. Yeah. So you went last year, you stopped Paul from talking, yes. and then after a year ran out, and you had to bid in another... He started item. talking again. I went... I kept, my wife and I went last year as sort of an experimental thing, uh, because we are, we are, we are adjacent to the nerd community. We are, or as you call your own kind, nerd flavored, perhaps. Yeah, I said geek flavored. Geek I guess. flavored. Yes, that's what somebody called me once, and I ran with it. Yeah, um, we, you know, we have uh, actually somebody on the cruise this year called me a nerd nerd, which I really like. <laughs> Because I love the nerd community, but I've never watched Farscape. Uh, but anyway, so... Were we, they saying that you were, like, nerdy about nerds? Yeah, yeah, which is actually kind of perfect. Yeah. I love my friends in the geek community. I'm never going to sit down and watch every episode of Buffy. There's there's too much to drink. Angela's so mad at you right now. <laughs> so, oh, Angela's mad at me for the very first time this hour. You are actually implying that one cannot watch Buffy while drinking? Is that? That's what he's implying. Hang on. There's a, you can't see this, everybody, but there's a giant chalkboard with uh, <laughs> equations behind us. <laughs> no, you're right. Fuck. Yeah, Professor Frank was standing right there. Not like that. You've made many mistakes. Um, but anyways, uh, so we went on, and we were, kind of, uh, we were kind of worried that we were just going to walk onto a boat filled with in-jokes that we weren't going to get. Right. And in fact, what happened was we met uh, a bunch of lovely, amazing people who were super supportive, heard a lot of great music, saw a lot of great entertainers, and we were sold on this. Excellent. We dig it. Rachel? Yeah. Well, not to mansplain back at you, but what happened is you walked onto a boat, and you have seen the internet before, so you got all of our jokes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you weren't missing out on anything before you got here. There's a lot of singing along to things. There's a <laughs> lot true. of... <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of saying R. Soon, TM. What? Now... It's not even my podcast. I sorry, I have a podcast too, so I just naturally started interviewing <laughs> yeah, people. Go, I'm, I'm Rachel, why did you what made you decide to go on the boat last year? Uh, I thought it would be fun to hang out with my friends for a week and drink nonstop and go to a bunch of concerts. And that was true, so you came back? Yeah. yeah. Did you expect or want anything different this year? Uh, no. <laughs> no. So you got exactly what you wanted, which is like, really drunk and Can sunburned. we just do that again with more drinks? Perfect. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, and if in order to get on the boat next year, you had to show a tattoo of a performer. Yes, mine's right here. <laughs> that, there's nothing there. You tried to trick the podcasting audience. That's a Sylvia Plath tattoo, actually. Is it? Oh, yeah. it's a nice one. She killed. She like, killed last year. She's performing in spirit. <laughs> so, if you had to get a tattoo of one of the performers, oh, it would be Paul's face. Paul's face. Yep. Where would oh, Paul's face be on your body? Hateful. <laughs> so hateful. Josh is so mad right now. Well, his mouth would be open. He's always talking to Josh, right? Right. right. Okay. I'd probably get like the gun tattoo and learn how to make him dance. <laughs> oh, did you see his? We're on the radio, so this won't make any sense. But at one point, he did this weird leg kicking dance. That was adorable. Uh, that was, I think that's called Irish stomping. Yeah. It was very that's passionate. The only, that's the only thing I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> so, hey. like, Irish stomping storm. Yeah. <laughs> so if you had to get a tattoo of a performer, Josh, who would you get? Joseph Scrimshaw. Aww. I would get you. Aww, thank you. I would, I would get you. This is what I would do. Uh, I would get a, I would get a tramp stamp of your face, smiling and giving the thumbs up, and then... Uh, on one butt cheek educates, and on the other butt cheek as he entertains. I feel like you've thought about this a lot. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I ask everybody who's been on the podcast, uh, Josh has been on the podcast before, so it's we can true. answer again. So we'll start with you, and then I'll ask you, what is happiness? Yes. Um, just 
just standing here shooting the shit with my friends, I guess, and, and having it recorded. Aww, That's the most important thing, having it recorded. Thank you, old education butt. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, what's happiness? I would say drinking with my friends not on record. It's happiness for me. Yes. Yes. Not this, leaving a paper trail. Yes. yes. <laughs> this will never be put on the internet. Phew! <laughs> yes. Oh, good. <laughs> Thanks, guys. No problem. This is the captain talking. I think he's French, but we never see him, so we don't know. Did you hear that nice awkward pause after great comedy? <laughs> What's your name? Hi, my name's Tara Heller. And how long have you been involved with the Jonathan Colton cruise? Three years. Three years? Yes. And why do you come to the cruise? I come to the cruise um, to be exhausted in the Caribbean. It's the best place. <laughs> it's the best place to be exhausted. Exhausted in the Caribbean. That should be like a song. Like, yeah. You know, a real I think it is drinking. a Jimmy Buffett song, a Jimmy actually. Buffett song, exactly. It's a deep cut, yeah. It's a deep cut from Jimmy Buffett. But you are a helper monkey, right? Yes, I am. You are like queen of I, demigod I, of yeah. the helper monkeys. Yeah, I'm, I'm good at it. I schedule a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you help uh, with the doors and everything. What yes. do you do in real life outside of the cruise for actual employment? This is, this is going to be very funny. I am unemployed right now. <laughs> so, jokes! <laughs> jokes. So really, this is like, you know, you're applying to many jobs by being on this podcast. Yeah, basically. What are, what are your skills? I am really good at getting people to do what they're supposed to do. I'm very good at organizing things, projects, and events. Do you have a thing, project, or event that you need to have managed? I have many things projects how about events. people that are not doing what they're supposed to do a lot my parents okay could you no, manage you, my parents yes, absolutely they can't use the internet you can hire me for that they i will, will take care never of it. hear this podcast <laughs> my That's mother awesome. emailed me when i had a kickstarter and i tried to explain <laughs> it to her and she didn't understand and she emailed me and said i saw that anderson cooper was talking about having a the kickstarter the kickstarter so good now, job of the kickstarter because she thought it was the kickstarter and the I had one, team. so it was singular, and then of the Kickstarter. And she understood it because Anderson Cooper. That's fantastic. So, so yeah, if you would like me to um, help manage your parents, that's cool. Yes. I can do that. And you don't need to tell them that I'm doing it. I'm good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you can just introduce me, and I'll like be their friend, like, and then just, manage what you need to have. This managed. is my friend Tara, and you yeah. just take we care can, of it. When we're done recording, we can negotiate some pricing later. That sounds good. That okay. sounds good. I don't think I'm going to be able to afford you. <laughs> Probably this is not. This a huge fucking job yeah. to get my mother to understand the internet. And I'm really good. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, uh, so you've been coming here for three years. Yes. You love it. What do you think, uh, what is the value of it? The value of the cruise is the community. Once you have been on Joko Cruise Crazy, you never have to be alone anymore. Oh, that is awesome. I know, but it's true. That's really beautiful. And I agree with that. I think the community here is one of the most powerful things. Yeah. And a lot of the, the sea monkeys, the people who yeah. come on the cruise, are like, well, at this point, the concerts are nice. <laughs> but we could just play games and hug and but then be cool. Yeah, we, we could just have a, like, we could schedule a three-hour hugging. Yeah. And the theater would be packed. It would be absolutely Which packed. is amazing. Yeah. But yeah. I've seen people, um, like, returning cruisers meet new cruisers through social media through Facebook so like don't yeah. send your mom there but through Facebook or, or <laughs> Twitter Facebook. or the forums yeah other forums other forums um, <laughs> and help each other before they've even met like offer emotional support people have helped people move and find jobs and yeah. start projects and encouragement for somebody you've never met that's yeah. amazing it's huge yeah uh, would you say that you're obsessed with the cruise oh absolutely okay yeah how do you define obsessed um, I think about the cruise pretty much every day. Okay. Sometimes in the context of good friends that I have now that mm -hmm. I never would have met if it were not for the cruise. Sometimes in the context of should I need to do and spreadsheets I need to make before I get on the cruise. <laughs> Sometimes in the context of my God, the real world is awful and why is there not a waiter here to bring me a fruity drink immediately while I sit by the pool? But but pretty much all the time. So yeah. you're thinking about it every day. Yes. And you you obviously spend time and money and effort and everything. Yes. Okay, are you obsessed with Jonathan himself? No. Is Jonathan the person who first drew you to the cruise? Yes. Yeah. So, how, how do you feel about Jonathan at this point? Um, I think that Jonathan is a very nice furry man who writes songs that I enjoy, <laughs> which is what I've always thought about him. I don't think I've ever been obsessed with a person. Yeah. That weirds me out. That's, yeah, that's a, yeah. Different, that's a different kind of obsession. Yeah. Well, and I think that's one of the fascinating things about the cruise is like, mm -hmm. I can say like, oh, I'm obsessed with this artist or that artist. Right. But all of the cool people on the boat that I've got to know or perform with, 
I know them as human beings. Right. And I think every sea monkey feels that way. Of like, they kind of know Jonathan up to a point. Yeah, and in as much as he will allow them, and I think that generally speaking, they are willing to accept the boundaries that he yeah. sort of has, has made known without having to say it, which is yeah. really nice. So unlike... You know, somebody like Tom Cruise, who, mm-hmm. like, is pretty much just an idea to most of us. We know factually that he's a human being. I don't know that factually, <laughs> actually. Uh, we know that he's humanoid. We know that he's humanoid. Yeah. He certainly looks like us and sometimes talks like us. Yes. Other times not. But Jonathan, we know, is a real furry man. <laughs> yeah. Who sings funny, yeah. heartfelt kind of, songs in front of us. He's kind of the Cupid of the Caribbean. There's yes. always somebody here that's, like, getting engaged or getting married or on their honeymoon. Every cruise. So, if we were marooned mm-hmm. and someone had to lead the cruise okay who do you think would like take over the community just by force like right now we follow Jonathan because it's his cruise by force okay so if it's by force that's, that's Roderick Roderick is going to <laughs> full on Lord of the Flies this island <laughs> okay without a doubt he's going to find somebody's inhaler and okay. steal it from them and, yeah, and that's- just like climb on a rock and sucks to your Asmar piggy <laughs> but um, who should Mm. Oh, God, they're going to hear this. So probably Storm, because Paul's too much of a micromanager, <laughs> and he's not going to have enough spreadsheets. Yes. Like, the first thing that he's going to do is probably, like, start peeling bark and making paper to make spreadsheets and organize stuff. I think this is very accurate. I like this picture <laughs> that Roderick is putting on a show yeah. of being king, yeah. and he's yelling about piggies and inhalers, <laughs> and Storm is quietly making Storm spreadsheets quietly making... about how much firewood we have, yeah. how many fish we've killed that day. Yeah. This is sort of what we need to do. What can you do? Okay, great. You go do that. And that's that's what's going to happen in the background. And Jonathan's just going to sort of wander around and laugh at people. <laughs> that's really accurate. Really love it. Uh, and I ask this of everybody who appears yes. on the podcast at all. Okay. Uh, what is happiness? Um, happiness is hugging all of your sea monkey friends on Joko Cruise Crazy. That is awesome. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> You're very welcome. I'll Thank talk you. to you about my mom later. Awesome. <laughs> if I can manage it remotely, like maybe we can set up a thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, can you guys tell me oh, your names? Uh, I'm Adrian Evans Fernandez. And I'm Francis Fernandez. And what do you guys do for a living? Uh, well, we both work for a software company. Uh, I do science content validation stuff and curriculum development for our K-12 Games. I love any job that has the word validation in it. I try to validate a lot of things. <laughs> it makes yeah. me feel happy. And what do you do? I am just a programmer. Like 80% of the people on the board. Just a programmer. Most of the people on this cruise are just yeah. a programmer, right? Yes, that's the problem. <laughs> no, one, no one finds it at all interesting. I find it fascinating because I love to try to understand, and no programmer ever thinks that I want to listen, and I really do. I like trying to understand. I do, we make games. That's... That's sort of an interesting. They're educational thing. games. Yeah. They're, oh fuck! They're games hell. that teach stuff. Yeah, I know. It's are they yeah. Oregon Trail? No, mm-hmm. although that although, was an idea I had. Yeah. That would be Oregon Trail in space, and everyone, oh, okay. Because eh. <laughs> like the worst thing that the development team at our team at our company likes to hear is when I go, "You guys, I have this really great idea." Because they go, "Oh." Really, whenever you have an idea? Well, it's because I don't have to build it. Like, they, I just think it sounds great. And then they tell me that then, actually like, is And then, like, nine months hard. later, and they, I see it, and I have to go, mm, this is not going to get done. And then they just <laughs> deflate like balloons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, how many years have you guys been on the cruise? Done all four. You are, we are seniors all this year. All four. <laughs> I'm a senior this year, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sad to think yeah. of it that way, because if we all come next year, we're just we'll holding doing, ourselves we'll be, back. We'll be doing <laughs> victory laps, victory laps. <laughs> victory laps with the high school yeah. analogies. Scary. We'll pretend Although it's college. This is, this is oh, it's college. Yeah. These are really smart people. We'll pretend so, this is like post-grad. Right. We're getting our master's yeah. degree starting yeah. next year. Yeah, exactly. Right. Awesome. So why do you guys come on the cruise? Uh, the first year we came for the entertainment because obviously we didn't know anyone and we dragged along a couple of friends of ours. And then every year since then, it has basically been because we couldn't bear to not see all the people we met. We made some really good friends. I mean, the talent's great too. I don't want anybody to think that way. Like, yeah. yeah, no, guy, that's that Colton guy. Yeah, uh, yeah and the, our friends, but our friends are really awesome, and it's really nice to see them. You know, and we only see the most of them like this one time in this one weird nerd camp kind of experience. So, if the cruise honestly was there, there weren't performers, or even performers were here, but like all we did is like. We, you, we would come into the theater. Look at them yeah. like zoo animals, poke them through the bar. No, 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 no. We, we would come and facilitate you guys hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, I Like if we'd like, just have like a big group napping session. Yeah. Or we'd oh, God. Well, play like session. bingo or... Actually, a napping session, considering the number of times I almost fell asleep in sessions this year, not because they weren't interesting, but because I was so sleep deprived and drunk. Um, <laughs> that actually... It's the senior slide. You can sleep, yeah, through, yeah. You can sleep through class. But, but if the personalities the were present, but not necessarily performing, mm-hmm. just kind of 
guiding you through oh, yeah. all of the drinking oh, and yeah. the sunburn and the zip lines and the fun. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would definitely pay good money to watch famous people throw themselves down a mountain on a zip line. That would be... <laughs> like, if you could set up, like, a gallery at the bottom. <sighs> <laughs> did you guys zip line on Labadee? No, no. Did you see how much it was? No, I didn't look. It's like $95, $95 to throw yourself down a mountain in Haiti. Yeah. You know, you can throw yourself off a mountain yeah, in Haiti for free. For free. <laughs> exactly. And I'm suspicious about whether or not you <laughs> actually get caught in the reels of Everyone survived. As I don't mean to shit talk it. I don't mean to shit talk it. Then you're now you're gonna get a phone call from Royal Caribbean's lawyers. Yeah. So you guys come to the cruise mm-hmm. for the friends, mm-hmm. for the community, for the fun. And for you. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Aw, I'm touched. I'm touched. Would you still come on the cruise? if Hitler were a performer on the cruise? Well, that would mean we either cloned or invented time travel. So I might go just for the interest factor as a scientist. I would, well, I would, I, would, I would skip his performance. I feel like I could skip him. So. Yeah, that'd be a nap slot. That'd be great, actually. Yeah, then you can get a nap in. Yeah, that's a tr- actually, let's put that in the, in the comment box. Please bring one person we cannot stand so we can nap through them. And we won't so you would bad. like as many assholes, no, just xenophobes, like one or two. and just horrible people. No. So you can nap. This is going to ruin my ability to run for public office, isn't it? No, no, no. <laughs> no we, want, we want as few of them as possible. Yeah, just, but just, just like one we can one. skip. Just stick one in there, and then, yeah, we can skip that show and get a nap in and feel You just want better. one mass murderer so you can nap during well, your well, set. Well, I didn't say, well, Matt, well, yeah, I would be worried then if there were a mass murderer because it's an enclosed environment. And, and we have made a lot of, we have made a lot yeah. of jokes about murder crews, yeah. so. If norovirus itself was a performer on the cruise, an announced mm-hmm. performer, so it's going to be Jonathan Colton and P.F. Tompkins and Joseph Scrimshaw and Norovirus. I wouldn't ask him to sign anything. No, definitely. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even elbow bumping that guy. Yeah. That guy's an asshole. Excellent. Uh, and if there was a stop during the cruise next year on an island that was called Angry Clown Island, would you get off the boat and go on Angry Clown Island? Yeah. Yeah, Francis would. He's, he's fearless. He's into that kind of thing. Not, well, wait, let's be careful with our words. <laughs> that kind of thing. He's into angry clowns. More of an adventure. If they're, if they're just angry, I can deal with that. Are they, they in cages? You don't know. It's just called Angry Clown Island. You don't know what's Maybe in there. Maybe they're feral clowns. I would go to see feral clowns. Like if you're in like those Jurassic Park, I mean, like, well, no, I mean, I would like look jeeps, it up on, and we've got like binoculars. And I would look it up on Cruise Critic. Goats. If they're just angry, that's fine. But if they have you know knives and... and murder implements, then I would probably skip, yeah. I would probably pass that as well. I'm not in murder on my vacations. Yeah, if they're just angry and they'll yell at you, then I, I could deal with that if there was fun stuff to do. If okay. there was a bar, I'm down. Yeah. So, it's a normal sort of Caribbean vacation. There's fruity rum drinks, there's sun, there's zip line, but clowns are just screaming at you the whole time. That would be cool. I could deal with it, yeah. Well, it's not the whole vacation. I can, I yeah. can tolerate anything for a day. There can be some ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And if you could come on the cruise, but a condition of being on the cruise is that you could not drink any alcohol. No. You s- We're done. <laughs> Fuck it. Interview over. We're done here. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. And I, I ask everybody on the podcast this question. Uh, what is happiness? You guys can answer together in unison since oh, you're married if you God. want. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think happiness is not having anything to do and not have anything to worry about. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I would, I would probably say naps. Yeah, naps. Naps. Mm-hmm. Good answer. Yeah. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you. This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guests get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Obsessed. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.